Okay, so we've got Sean in, in with us for now. Um, still hanging around. Just still hanging around after the Laurie interview. I'm just going to ask him a couple of quick questions. Um, people want to know what the marketing budget is and how that's progressing. They want to know about Canberra and why the games have moved down there. Um, just You just want to answer what you've been questioned. Yeah, yeah. I, I suppose that the marketing budget one's a, uh, I suppose an easiest one. We're spending more on marketing this year than we've, than we've ever done in any... Uh, account that I can I can see in the history of the club. Now it is being spent on uh, a lot of digital. So I'm sure if anyone's gone on Facebook that they've seen some digital marketing that's come through. That you know, costs some money. There's some some heavy load in that. You'll open the Express Advocate every time this year and see a uh, and see a, a, an advert for the game. So there there is more in that cold marketing space that's there. But that's that's probably uh, an easy one to 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 rattle off. So um, sorry. The, the next bit was just on moving the, games to Canberra and moving oh. game to Canberra. So. Um, yeah, the uh, the moving of games to Canberra, there, there's there's there, there's a lot in it. But um, let me just say, to start with, prior to um, prior to us you know, opening the gates, there was quite a sense of positivity around Canberra. There wasn't there wasn't many people saying this is a real bad idea up until sort of match day when it became a little bit clear that something was uh, was uh, was not feeling 100 percent right. So we were talking to the, the Capital Football community, uh, the Capital Football uh, Association, who are very, very positive, very supportive. Um, you know, been down there for Kanga Cup, been down there for pre-season trials, and the sentiment time and time again is, hey, guys, this is great. Really looking forward to, to the game and going through. But we're only speaking to the positive uh, part of the football community. The, the, non, uh, the guys who weren't in support weren't obviously talking to us at that stage. So, um, and then, uh, you'd, so you're talking about Ivan Slavich, who headed up the A-League um, you know, bid for them down there. And then once the gates had opened, the, uh, the sentiment came through that this was probably the moment that the Canberra football community realised that what, they, what Capital Football and what Ivan was saying and what FFA was saying is now reality. We're not going to have our own A-League team. Uh, we're not going to. We're not going to have. So, so, so we now need to stop that dream, and now start to have a look at what the what the future looks like. And, and do you so think that's right, though? Do you think that they won't get an A-League team? Yeah, hundred percent. They've been told. Judging by the weekend, I don't think they will. But yeah, but, but but it's not. So, so this game was never <coughs> positioned as if you guys turn up, you might get an A-League team sort of thing. The journos had written that, but that was never either marketed or, or promoted to them. But they've they've been pretty pretty well black and white told that the uh, uh, the reality is for them is is in. In the 11 and 12, it's it's no chance of it coming up. Mm. If it goes to 16, there's some talk about regional opportunities, but that's oh, you're a long way away from there. Like a team coming from four hours away should never be should never be a catalyst for whether a region should get a team or not. That just yeah, yeah it was, it's was, stupid. But when you look at it, Canberra Olympic get nearly the crowd that we got on the weekend to an FFA Cup game to a team that they played from outside of the state, and it was how does that not Bode well for Canberra. Yeah, the um, I just don't I just don't understand it. One of the one of the key parts that is missing that we've been uh, working with, but it's a long journey, is is a genuine pathway. So if there's actual genuine talent coming through from Ca- from Canberra through into the Mariners program, then you'll get the Canberra support because they go, well, this is actually our kids coming through. And then there's also, of course, more talent coming in through to the club. So, so that's a big part. That, that's a that's a longer. Does that part. include the AIS or is that something separate? No, uh, the AIS is separate. So the okay. AIS doesn't really uh, sit in the Canberra football community. That's that's. It's the, more the FFA. National. Club. National. FFA. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's right. So. Um, and um, and so I suppose the you know, uh, putting that into some context as well around 
the finances. Uh, and so, so there's a couple of moving parts here. So the ability for us to take games away uh, is about growth. Now, none of it is, is at the detriment to, uh, to what happens here at Central Coast. And, and, of course, the easy thing is to say, well, you've took this game away from us. Whereas last year, we had, we had a, there, was a, there was a game that was back-to-back and we had a piss-poor crowd that had turned up. And everyone said, why are you bothering you know, beating your head up here uh, doing it? You could take a game like this away and actually do something with it. So, so, a, so a small uh, drawing crowd and um, a, in a back-to-back last year when we had 14 matches, including the FFA Cup, become, become pretty, pretty hefty for everyone to keep turning up and, and keep coming. And I'm talking about, when I, when I say people, I'm actually talking about families, yeah, mums and dads, and, and who, who right now are thinking, they've got little Johnny pulling him on the, on the shirt saying, Mum, I want to go to a Mariners game. She's going to look at the calendar. She's going to go Thursday night against Perth. Actually, you know what, well, Johnny, we're going to take you to the Wanderers match. Yeah, and, and when we've got a lot of games in, in Gosford, that becomes really hard for us as a, you know, to, to drive with our current size, size that's there. So, so the opportunity to take a, a match away and generate some, some serious revenue from it, you know, there, it's, it's public knowledge. This was a hundred grand um, you know, um, uh, investment from ACT government to bring us there. Um, now, what does that hundred grand do? For the first time, there is no way that we would have had GPS units for our players this year if our finances weren't in a position um, and, and the hundred grand contributed to it. Whilst it all goes into a big bucket, I'd be very, very confident that without the hundred grand that came through from ACT government, we wouldn't have the GPS units. Now, to my knowledge, we are the uh, the ninth club to pick up GPS units. The only club that I believe doesn't have it, and only because I haven't, because uh, they've, they've never had them before, uh, is Newcastle Jets. So, if the huh. money, if the money from Canberra has directly helped us get the GPS units for our long-term benefit, which means that I think it's crossed, we get to the weekend. And and our fitness and our analysis of our team, our own team performance, gives us an edge over the Jets. I'll take a win up in Newcastle, where we've also been able to get our members up to Newcastle within their membership inclusion, uh, over 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 uh, uh, an on the road match down to Canberra for the long term benefit of the club. Um, it's not easy. It's not hard. If a great crowd rocked up, you know what? We'd have a com- different conversation. It didn't happen, but if, if the thing that we're going to be criticised the most for is for having a go and for trying something, then, then I'm going to take that on the chin because the, uh, what I do know is currently the club needs to continue to find ways to grow, otherwise we will get swamped in this competition. Uh, we already are to many aspects, but we are, we are, uh, we've got to find ways to grow, seriously. So I guess where I get a little offside where some people some other people probably would as well is with the other game we're taking to Canberra it's pretty well known that the ACT government's not putting in any money for that is that right yeah yeah this is and and we heard Laurie <laughs> talk about the Coffs Harbour uh, scenario and, and and everyone is is uniquely different as it stands right now with a different venue hire agreement if we have the same crowd um, that we had uh, against Wellington, we'll actually make a couple of dollars as it stands right now. So, um, and the reason is, is because the bulk of the crowd figure, once you see five and a half thousand crowd, that's five and a half thousand paying people. You know, if you have a home game uh, that's in there, so the only way to have made money off this match is to include it into the membership and jack everyone's membership prices up by the same ticket value that's there. And we didn't do that; the membership price came back. So right now, as it stands, but that's not the reason why we're there. That's got nothing to do with it. The reason we are there is purely because of Dubbo. Uh, you may have heard some some talk about Dubbo uh, pre-season. We were locked and loaded. We submitted. We wanted to have our game out at Dubbo. I became um, for Dubbo. Absolutely. And now the reason Canberra and Dubbo both 
both came up, is we actually did a member <coughs> survey and a member poll. Dubbo and Canberra came uh, came in one and two. Uh, it was actually Western Sydney after that, and North Sydney uh, came in fourth. So we went to Hamer and Togs for Dubbo. I was out there. We checked out the venue. We put in the application. Everything. The pitch is beautiful. The facilities is great. And the FFA at the eleventh hour said, "No, you're not going to Dubbo because the temporary lights that you need to install oh, take Jesus. it o- take it over the Lux." Um, that was there, so and I can hang him out to dry, and because of, it. uh, yeah, Sam, uh, Sam Chadwick and uh, and Damien DeBowen, who at the time were in the chair, I, I believe that the new administration at FFA would look at this one totally different. Now we were at the eleventh hour; we'd already already been on sale with membership, already had eleven games out. You remember there was sort of eleven games out. There was a bit of well, what's going on with it with the last uh, couple that was there, and we now didn't have a venue, so we could either repeat history, bring a game back to Gosford and charge our members, which. Yeah, which which isn't you know uh, realistic. We could have a game and just take a, a a heavy financial hit on that because now I don't have any revenue at all coming in uh, here in Gosford to to include it to come in. So, yeah, fifty sixty grand sort of a hit for a game and a back to back. This is a back to back match that I was talking about before sitting here in Gosford. Or do we have our fingers crossed that Canberra might come good uh, and we believe in a long term strategy uh, that comes through? Um, there was no right answer for this one. And um, you know, and, and again, if if we um, if we get hung out to dry for um, for having a go, I'm happy for that. Um, but um, but yeah, again, this is all hindsight at the moment for everybody. If we get down to Canberra um, and, um, and for this next match, there is there is definitely some the ticket sales are already higher than um, uh, looking like it's going to be higher than what it was for our first match. The pitch will be in, in a great condition. There is um, no W League game on beforehand. Is that correct? Uh, that that is correct, uh, unless. Uh, the Capital Football, uh, Canberra United finished first or second, the then they've got the opportunity to, yeah. um, to, to, to come in for a semi-final uh, before it. So um, so that's how we got there. I, I, I'm, I, I'm with everybody. I, I, love, I would love nothing more than this to be at home ground and to be working. Um, you know, but, uh, but, but there, there's, a, there's a reality here that um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's got to be done in, in context of, of the bigger picture for us and um, and there's no, there's no long-term commitment. There might be by February. There might not be, you know, one way or another. I'm not sure what the future holds in all this. Uh, but what I do know is right now is if we sat solid and just said, no, we're going to be this little club that plays all our games at Gosford uh, and with crowds that aren't strong enough today because uh, now let me, let me stress the reason I believe that our crowds aren't strong enough is because of the city of Gosford needs to grow. Um, because there isn't a, you know, the, the great pre-match, go for dinner out with the family and, and, and have all those opportunities that's there. So the only reason to go is for the football on the pitch you know, that, that, that comes there. That's a burden that we've got to, got to improve on, we all understand. Um, then we, we will get... We, we, our turnover at the moment for the club is $7 million. Western Sydney Wanderers is sitting at $14 million, so already half their size. Yeah, Melbourne City is at $23 million. I've got to find a way to go from seven million to fourteen. I don't want to be the smallest club, for, you know, and just just be labelled with that. I want to be a big club. I want to be a huge club. I want to be, you know, one of the clubs that that is that is the pride of the nation and the pride of the A League. Um, and so to do that, it's going to take some big ideas and some big new things that that work. Now we're not going to get them. We're not going to get them first go. We're not going to get them all right. And I'm not saying Canberra's a solution. I'm not saying Dubbo's a solution or North Sydney or anything like that. But what I am saying is we need to find a solution that's out there. And as a as a club, finding a way to grow is is one of the biggest challenges on our plate right now. So I guess just to be clear, so the next game in Canberra, if we get roughly the same crowd, there is the potential that we won't lose money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so correct. speaking hypothetically, of course, if we had gone to Dubbo, how would that have worked? Was that would the club have made money through the 
local government or the local council, or was it just us hiring the ground at a cheaper cost? Yeah, so so the um, the uh, very impressive offer from Dubbo uh, was everything was free, so there was no investment oh, from them. That'd be nice. But there was here. no cost. Oh. Tell me about it. So, so, so Dubbo and uh, the council at the time, which is in administration, unfortunately, at the moment. Um, so they said, "Look, we don't have we, we, we don't have the money. We can't give you a big uh, fifty or hundred thousand dollar check like we've seen in Canberra or in uh, or in Geelong. But what we can do is we can open the gates, we can run the venue, and you, you can take all, all the uh, all the takings from there. So, so again, you go to you go to Dubbo. I've got to cover the costs of uh, Foxhill getting there, the team getting there, accommodation getting there. And as soon as you do the math, if you get a three to four thousand crowd out of Dubbo, you're in the you're in the plus. Uh, and not only are you in the plus, but you're you're recruiting new fans. You know, we 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 made I think it was thirty new members down in Canberra, and it's tiny stuff. But there's thirty new members that I didn't have before. Um, all up, I think we're now getting close to two hundred Canberran members uh, that is there. And they're only small. You know, we wanted another digit. You know, I spoke to Ca- Capital Football. And we wanted to get two thousand members down there. We didn't get there for for reasons that we know. But what kind of memberships are they out of interest? Are they just Oh, the the sixty dollar two game memberships, but yeah. they but they but they're on the database. They get a cap, yeah. The um, yeah the, the kids, um, the kids all got player cards, um, which 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 which, were, which was great. There was kids coming up with with vouchers to get a player card to actually um, to go and get signed by the players, um, and and you know yeah, I, I get I get the criticism and I appreciate it, and I'm not saying that that's not wrong. Um, yeah, all I all I really want everyone to appreciate is just understanding how we got there, uh, why we're there, um, and, and that we're just trying to trying to find ways to, to get this club to really grow. So, how much does the venue hire on the coast at Central Coast Stadium affect the need to move games? Because it's been there's been a lot of numbers thrown around over the years, and the one that everyone's comes comes back is around seven thousand for every match. Is the cost to either venue I don't know if that's right or not but it um, does I guess has there been any talks with the council on that to try and help to lower the cost or obviously that goes back to buying the ground and everything like that but yeah there's um, and so so there's there's venue high which is which is one component you know so um, and and again if 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 I look at it in, in another aspect the the hundred grand that we get from Canberra Almost cancels out the entire venue hire for, for Central Coast for the season. Almost mm. doesn't quite get there, but almost so. Um, and you can do the math around that. But it's not just that. So there's there's the police charges that happen. There's the security guards. There's the staff. We pay for every cost, yeah, you know, that comes in and out of the venue. Every time that there's a there's another event that's that's in the stadium, we've got to pay for all the signage to get out. We've got to pay for all the signage to, to get back. Who in. determines how much uh, security goes in? How many police officers you have? Uh, that, that's out of our control. So, so the police costs. But you still are need to, to cover to, that, though. Yeah. So, so if police decide to charge us whatever amount, we have to go. Okay, that's 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 the that's the cost. Um, so there's there's no real uh, opportunity for us to save costs in that because that's um, yeah, it is what it is. So. Um, yeah, so uh, so so yeah, from uh, hiring the ambulance to, um, to to paying for for ice or for photocopying, uh, you know, th- they're all costs that, that that come through. Other venue hires, uh, venue agreements don't have all that, and, and similar for Canberra, we didn't have to um, you know pay for every cost. That's and I'm not critical of you know the the stadium management you know, at the moment because they do an unbelievable job and they work so hard for us. It's, it's especially with the resources that they have. Exactly, exactly. They're running a business. They've got to do. Uh, to do what they need to do uh, as as well for for them. So, um, but that's 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 how it really sort of sort of settles out, I suppose. So, 
So has has there been anything else on the buying the stadium thing? Because a few things that were coming out was that Story was sort of leading that a bit, but obviously now he's not here. Yeah, um, look, there, there, there is um, there there is some meetings that are booked in the next fortnight uh, with um, with with the administrator and and with the uh, with the CEO. Um, so where we are, we've got a better clarity now around. Uh, what is um, what are some of the options and what can happen, and um, and we're looking forward to having that having that conversation with them. So, uh, so so I think what's important is that there's not a um, there's whilst the the headline is is Mariners are looking to purchase the stadium. The reality is is we're looking for a long term lease, uh, whether that's a 99 year lease or a 10 year lease. Um, but even if that was not an option, uh, management rights is something that that, uh, that could be an option. So, uh, or, or but but peeling that back again, more important for us is a, is a ten year deal uh, for a venue hire agreement. So we can we can sit here and go, oh, this is what the next ten years looks like, and we can survive on this, and we can go, you know, and and that. So so in that opportunity, we can we can lock in uh, however many games we need to, and, and the structure around that. That's actually the core. Would that see us take more money from food? as well and drinks or is that still locked into the stadium uh so 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 we do get a commission from from food and beverage um that that's there so the what we don't have so is so the catering in Gemma catering is commissioned from uh from the stadium so we don't have a a uh we don't have a say on the cost of the sausage roll so so for so if you guys are saying the beers prices are too high or or the service is too low or or anything like that we we don't really have any of that in our control all we do is we get a get a small percentage kick on on the fnb that's there uh in in there so um but um but yeah but yeah i suppose so after obviously last weekend uh, you, you accepted it wasn't as, as successful as you might have hoped it, it could be and uh, you were quoted in the media there's a bit of resentment around the FFA and the lack of an A-League team and, and that sort of thing. Um, Ivan also quoted in the media talking about the potential for the next game. Uh, how how easily do you think it can be turned around and, and how easily does Ivan think it can be turned around do, is there potential for that resentment to start to depart for this Adelaide game? Um, obviously, he's going to spend his time working on that issue. But are you confident that we can we can we can turn that resentment around? It uh, uh, personally, standing at the gate, listening to some of the Canberra United uh, fans and, and hearing some of that re- resentment directly, um, it, it made me wonder what kind of football fans they really were and, and I started sort of thinking about so how do you turn those people around and what is it that, that turn, does get them coming to football matches? How, how do you think that can work? Yeah, I, I, well there's no doubt that, that capital football um, uh, will need to have a strong position on this because they are the, the governing body that's there. Uh, the FFA would need to have a strong position on this. Uh, we, we are down here uh, again to, to go back to the Canberra strategy it actually came from direction from um, uh, from the FFA. When, when I asked, I said, what do you need from the Central Coast Mariners for football in Australia? Do you need us to shore up the Central Coast so you've got a business model that you can then replicate for future expansion? They said, no, we don't want you to do that. We need you to grow. We need you to grow. We need you to have a million base. And, and, and so, so that's, that's exactly what came through from FFA. So if FFA want us to keep down that, down that path, if Capital Football want us to keep down that path, if ACT government want us to, to, to keep down that path, then, then they need to make sure that this is this is worth the pain uh, because because it hurts uh, it, it hurts up here so so I need to find enough 
you know, uh, rationale for us to go, you know what, I know that this one hurts, but geez, look at what we're getting. You know, look at what this is, is how this is helping our club. If we don't have that, if I don't have that, then then it's going to be very, it's going to be impossible for us to to realistically look at this as a, as a long term. So so I suppose to specifically answer your question, how to turn it around, I need those down there in Canberra to really want this to happen and to and to explain why to their community that this can happen. Uh, and the other part is a pathway, is a genuine pathway. Um, so, so there needs to be um, yeah, a very clear, structured, this is how capital football produces talent and this is where the talent goes. Um, so, so by supporting the Central Coast Mariners, you are supporting grassroots uh, in Canberra. That connection has to be made. If that connection's not there, then you know what, we'll go there, we'll get a couple of crowd, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll pray to God I break even because uh, I've got a chance to do that and... Um, and we'll go. And we'll, we'll we'll look to the next one. We'll definitely you know pick up the phone to Dubbo and yeah. And I'm sure that Orange you know is 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 another one that's on the radar and uh, and, and out there and and yeah. So uh, so the 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 end the end goal and the end you know, aim is is to really um, is to really grow, grow the club. You know. So so let me okay. So point form. You got the FFA telling you to grow and to expand. You got fans telling you to stay at home regardless of whatever happens. You also got fans that don't understand the financial position of the club. Um, you're you're trying to balance the books yourself, and it's it's just not. You're stuck between a rock and a hard place where someone's telling you to do something. Do you personally want to keep all the games here, or oh, do you want to sort of spread out? I, I would love nothing else. Just for every game to be at Gosford and for us to sit here in Gosford and go, wow, you know, how good is this club? And we are moving in. A, I, I, okay, but I, we don't have the population for it, so that's why we're yeah, spreading out, yes? Yeah. Right, so it's just, it's a, it's a pain. It really is. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those situations yeah, where you just can't, you please, you do, you can't please everyone. Yeah, yeah so, so it has to be a long game. It has yeah. to be a long game. You have to take some hits and, and have some big business decisions in the long term that get us there. Um, Do you think it comes down to the business model of the whole league? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which a, Mike has spoken about before. Yeah. Would so, a new TV deal help that? Yeah, so, so, so let's hypothetically say that the broadcast deal is is around, yeah, uh, so it's at 40 million at the moment, and let's say it goes to, um, to, to 70 million. Uh, that's there. So FFA can take their component uh, that's that, that's there, and then each club, yeah, might be in a situation that the uh, salary cap goes up to four million, and the grant goes to five and a half million, and then there's plenty more um, uh, after that. Once that's divided to the ten clubs, there's still plenty more to for FFA to invest in grassroots. Yeah, if you had that sort of a scenario, then the club has actually got money to survive. Yeah, right now this this club would not be in existence if it wasn't for Mike Charlesworth. Yeah, um, we you know, clubs trade at losses. Yeah, we had a we had a we had a had a really tough year last year because of uh, because of us trying to stand on our own two feet. Um, and and so now we're looking to improve and to to, to get there. Um, yeah, without without Mike's personal investment, uh, that this club wouldn't exist. So um, that's. That's that's a reality there. So so the business model of the A League doesn't um, doesn't accommodate for any other option apart from um, from from an owner having to invest his own money. Whereas uh, I personally believe that that the club should be able to stand on their mm-hmm. own two feet uh, and and grow from there. So let me throw this curveball at you. Say that does happen with the TV deal, and the club has more money to spend, and say we don't spend the whole cap, we still keep that bit of loose change, but it's more loose change. Is there a need to move games? From next year, 
Uh, Can I just jump in there? Sorry. Yeah, not to. With with the TV deal going up, will we see a rise in the cap? That you know. So at the moment, you got the deal on the cap. So the the cap is what roughly about the same as a deal, right? Yeah, 50, yeah. 50 grand. As behind. soon as that goes yeah. up, yeah. You know, we're just going to be in the same position if if that happens. It's the gap between the cap it's and the, the floor and the. Yeah, cap. No, no, yeah so, so the gap between the cap and. We're using the our grant. hands here, by the way, people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so again, if 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 the uh, if the grant was six million and the cap was four point five, there's one point five million to run the club. We don't have one point five million right now. So the only way that we can get anything in that is, and and the average A League club is is losing about one point six, one point seven million, and we're losing less than that. But the only way that we can uh, survive uh, at the moment is is, is uh, from Mike to fund it. So to answer your question, well, there, there's a there's a reality to uh, to not having to take games away uh, if if the club was was standing on its own two feet. Um, I suppose the only the only pressure that comes now, and you see that at NRL, is that everybody else has also got that, so they're also growing as well. So, um, so so it's it's keeping up with the Joneses uh, in some aspect because because we don't want to be the easy beats of the club and and, and the minions um, you know that are there. We we want to compete and, and keep going, and uh, so the only way you would um, look to contemplate that is is if it to dramatically could benefit your on field performance as well. Um, yeah, and the on-field performance is, is generated by uh, by the amount of resources you throw at it, and to generate resources, you you, you need more money, um, you know, coming through from the gate and from sponsorship. So, so at the moment, in regards to sponsorship, you know, we've got some great partners in Master Foods and Deal Dam as our majors. Uh, had our um, had our catchment and our our population that we're talking to and our broadcast figures be doubled. Um, then, then that translates to to a doubling in the in the opportunity for revenue that comes through. Um, that, that's that's how it grows. So, so the the key the key time to be successful, really successful, is probably not this season or next season. It's the season after. And if I can explain that, so right now, if we were top of the comp, um, yeah, the, the big national brands would still go. Yeah, you know what? They're still Central Coast. Wind the clock forward in, in two two to three years' time. Hopefully there's development happening in Gosford, so there's a real buzz around the joint. The new broadcast deal has come in, uh, likely to have some free-to-air, so if there's some free-to-air. And then the second year of that broadcast deal is when a big national or a multinational company would go, you know what, we're going to get involved in the A-League, and not only are we going to get involved in the A-League, we want to, we want to get on board with the biggest up-and-comer whose, whose brand fits our brand, you know, who we can really get behind and show that our money is actually really helping them kick into the next next gear. And then they open the book and they have a good look at the A-League and they go, geez, how about this, how about this superstar in, in Liam Rose? Yeah, how about you know, Adam Berry? Yeah, and the young talent that in a couple of years' time could be anything. That's, that's the strategy is to get to that point. So then there is, there is a... Yeah, we saw it at the Wanderers. NRMA Insurance came in and said, we're going to get right behind this one very early and, uh, and, and give them what they need so that they can survive. Um, now, now it could be our existing sponsors or it could be uh, who, who continue to grow, but it puts us into that conversation onto the national stage. Um, without, without a long-term strategy like that and just, just looking year by year, then, then, uh, then, then it's, going to be, it's going to be tough for us to grow. Well, I had to have your job. <laughs> Um, I don't envy you at all. <laughs> so, but you know, and, and, and everyone's got a right to be passionate. Everyone's got a right to be 
pissed off the fact that um, that there's a floor and a cap and we're having this conversation and that uh, and that we're only spending the floor today. But it doesn't mean that without the new broadcast deal, Mike's publicly come out and said that that, that you know there'd, there'd definitely be a revisit on, on that component. So um, so to so to be spending um, you know to be spending the cap to be you know, looking at marquees every third year. These, these are all stuff that, that that is that is right in the agenda right now. And it's a little bit of a moving feast. The the thing is, for those who've been around since the beginning. Funnily enough, uh, without a million population, the Mariners were given a licence in the A-League. So, so the regime that is there at the moment has changed the direction that that's taking. And that might mean that it was wrong at the, in the beginning or it might mean that we've taken a different approach. Whatever it is, starting out with that as the background uh, that, that we can survive in this market or we should be able to or it's believed that we can, then I guess our fans, you know rightly feel that that ownership thing especially after some of the history of the northern eagles and and that kind of thing so and and it's really hard to actually resent the canberra fans for their resentment to be honest because as i was saying to boise before they're actually doing the same thing we're doing they're being protective of having their own football team so so um you know it's we're learning as we go and i guess you're learning you guys are learning as you go as well yeah yeah and you know uh, I can really empathise with you know you look at the other codes and and yeah um, yeah and, and and how they've grown. I was at South Sydney Rabbitohs when South made the call to move home games to ANZ Stadium. Um, now you think that that everyone's critical of us. Tried 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 being on on the South with um, yeah when when the borough gets going, and um, and so so to so to tell a hundred year old community that we're getting out of town and we're actually leaving Redfern and we're going to Homebush. It was unbelievable, the concept of doing that and the betrayal that was felt by the supporters. Um, they had to do it for the long-term growth of the club. At the time, the club had 6,000 members. At the time, the club was losing money hand over fist. Uh, and at the time, the club was at the bottom. It was the easy beats and they were the, they were the, you know, they were, they were the laughing stock. They moved to ANZ Stadium. They got a new market. They captured most of their members now come from Western Sydney out there at Rabbitohs. They now got 30,000 members. Um, they won the comp. It, it, was, it was a tough, big, long-term call. Uh, that was there, and, uh, and and it worked for them in in the long term, you know. It, um, but geez, it was it was brutal uh, at the time, yeah, for them. So um, um, yeah, uh, it's and I'm not saying we're going to do. We're, don't quote me that that we're going to move oh, to Ainsted Stadium, yeah, <laughs> because because that's the yeah, that's the paranoia that that, that that can hurt everyone. Um, it's West Sydney territory. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but the best the, the the thing that I really want to get out there is there's. There's an opportunity now for everybody to actually help. Um, the, the, the thing that uh, probably frustrates me the most in regards to, to fan engagement with, with the Central Coast uh, supporters is, is it feels like the best thing that the, a supporter can do right now is get on social media and hack on the club when they do something that's obviously wrong. And, uh, and I understand that. But, but the opportunity right now is actually to go, you know what, if I turn up, if I get off my bum and I get on a bus or I get on a plane or a train or however I needed to get there and I use my membership card which is included as an, as, as an additional benefit this year and I go into there and, and I help our team and I sing like crazy and I help us get a win up there not only is it three points today not only does it bring the F3 derby back to life but it also will help the conversation for the club to say this game needs to be on Saturday night at Central Coast next year and then when it happens on Central Coast uh, on a Saturday night then we can get 
a bigger conversation with a corporate partner, then we can get a bigger crowd for ourselves. That is in our hands right now. That is something that every member, um, yeah, anyone, even if you're not a member, even if you left the club ages ago and you, you kicked up a shit, don't wear the colours. I don't care. Get there and help us get this game big. The players notice when, when the crowd's on their side and when the crowd isn't. And if you don't show up and you don't sing, then, you know, you don't help them out. Yeah. Basically, that's it. So like, Even home games lately, just been very poor in the bay yeah yeah <laughs> our team it's needs hard. our team needs to know that 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 our supporters can can give them you know the, the extra man that they need on the pitch uh, they were flat down in Canberra. I don't blame them for being flat. The crowd was flat. The energy was flat. It was a big open field. It, it, it was windy. Out. Yeah, all, we lost all the signage uh, before it. It was a logistical nightmare. Um, the sauce bottles went down, unfortunately. Dan nearly blew away. We all did. So We all nearly blew away on the Sunday for the youth. So, so if the pain from all that can be converted into anything positive then use this as an opportunity to ambush this game um, you know, and turn up and have our players walk in and go, oh, oh here we go, this is, this is something, and, and really get going. And, 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 and I've, been, I've been in sport for you know, 13 years now and I've seen this happen time and time again. Um, players can play absolutely out of their skin. When they walk into a venue, they go, wow, wow, look at this. Look at how much support is right behind us in enemy territory is... Um, uh, and, and the, the long-term benefits of this one, I, I, I can't stress it enough how important this one is. It feels like a six-pointer, strangely. Yeah. yeah even this for early the, in the season. For the sixth game of the season. Yeah. Oh. And I've seen a lot of people on the, on the members' page say they were going, so hopefully we get, mm. hopefully we get a good turnout. I was, I hopefully was, we fill a bay, one of those, we fill one of those big bays. I was asked today um, how important are results for us in this season. Um, you know, whereas last season it was sort of sort of you know, mentioned that, that results may not be as, as important. And I said, there's one result that means more than anything and um, wherever we finish on the ladder is irrelevant, but we have to finish ahead of Newcastle. Um, you know, that's, uh, that, 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 that's really important. And um, We have to make up for last season as well when they beat us at home twice. So yeah. we need to get one back on them. Two back on them would be nice. Three even. Yeah. And so everyone can play a party. Everyone can help. Um, everyone. So... Well, that's a very good speech, and we'll let you go home now. Yeah, cool. <laughs> no, it's just uh, yesterday, a year ago, was the last time we were up there. Wow. Mm. There you go. Long time ago. I can't wait to go to that dump. So, <laughs> we're asking for just... Um, sorry to keep rambling. And that's I apologise right. I apologise if it feels like this is a spooking box for the... Um, for the we've manager. changed the Wikipedia as well. Um, uh, we've, we've requested for the third gate to be opened uh, at the venue. I don't know if that's going to happen, but from a safety perspective... Oh, thank God. Uh, we've put in... We've, 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 uh, I haven't forgotten what happened last year. Um, and, Fun um, times. Yeah, and, uh, and yeah, so, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm personally uh, making sure that the boxes are ticked. But we are hoping that the buses will drive straight to the third gate. And the third gate is in the uh, northeastern corner, which is rarely used, and that goes straight into into our bay. That's the gate um, we used to use, uh, straight in and out. So, yeah. so, so, so we've requested for for that to happen. Um, so, hopefully, I uh, should have asked Laurie. Hopefully, uh, the, the jets will um, will see the benefit in that as well. Um, but, but the. Uh, well, do you want to talk about the bus now? Uh, yes, might as well. Might as well keep keep plugging away. Um, <laughs> So thirty five bucks, um, you get two beverages. Um, yeah, that's there. So uh, it gets you up there. We get the um, we get a pre match function. 
that's there. You get food at the pre-match function. I think Carry On Quality Meats, who have got the national record for the, the national titles for sausages, is going to look to help us out uh, out there. So, so by going there, you're supporting a local business. Um, sorry, I'm giving him a plug. He's my brother-in-law. Um, and, um, I'm just going to mute your mic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so so buses leave here at one thirty. One o'clock. One, yeah, one o'clock Central Coast Leagues. Pick up here at one thirty, um, and uh, and you can either get dropped off at the stadium to watch the W League, uh, or you can go to the pre-match function and then be shuttled um, down through to it. And um, and this is uh, th- these are important uh, for us because these are the times that that it stops being um, gold membership and platinum membership and yellow membership and different parts of the stadium. This is my normal seat because everyone comes together um, and, and everyone sings as one. And and, uh, and and this is the the away matches are the best time to bring everyone together and getting on a bus and having a great experience, getting up there and back. All of our um, fans just need to get into the away bay and not be so spread out sort of come mm-hmm. together we're, we're all supporting the same team you can be stronger together you, yeah if you want to if like like luke said on the members page last night if you want to come sing with us down the bottom do that if you want to sit up the top do that just don't don't uh, be so spread out top's being closed off has it yeah so in seasons one and two and three when we were sitting on that side uh, we had cans and coins and shit thrown at us not literally but um they've closed off that top section if we manage to fill out the bottom base then we're going to move up the top so, all right, very cool. What a great challenge! What a great challenge! You know, to um, to have such an impact, um, you know, to, to to get there in such big numbers. And um, how good's that bus though? Two drinks, feed. Two drinks, feed. Up back. Yeah, very good. Excellent. Yeah, tickets included in your membership. Um, yeah. There's so. nothing. There's nothing to. There's nothing to whinge about for this game. That's for sure. There's not. You can't whinge about getting there. Come on, someone's got to whinge. Yeah, true. Um, we'll we'll troll. Facebook and we'll find something. <laughs> we always do. I know I'm we sure will. we will after a loss. All right, mate, we'll let you go. Yeah. Thanks for hanging around. Thanks for being so open and honest and that. And I'm yep. sure um, everyone appreciates Great. it. So. Yeah, cheers. And look, I suppose um, I need to have a forum and make sure we continue to get that message out to all our members. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Well, yeah, we've only got 200-something listens, so <laughs> I don't know. We're doing our best, but... <laughs> There's a lot of idiots out there that need educating. Oh, um, oh they're, they're my words, not yours. <laughs> you, you, just need, you just need to tell these people to bloody listen to what Sean said on the podcast, and they'll hopefully they'll find. They go, they I don't listen to that trash. Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, look, you know, one thing that was really obvious for, and you know, I was really excited about the hundred uh, members that got on the buses down to Canberra and back. Uh, but it also did remind us as a club as to how many of our members aren't digitally savvy. Um, and um, that's another facet of it. Yeah, that's putting yeah. it politely. Yeah. So, so, so again, yeah, that's that's where we're face to face in forums. Um, you know, pretty much functions become important. To, so to the next podcast will be going out in vinyl. And <laughs> no, handwritten <laughs> Transcribe. I'm going to get out of here because I'll keep talking. Right. I really Thanks, appreciate mate. it, gents. Um, all right, cheers. We appreciate it. Thank you. Men say only fools.